Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 196 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as we watched our played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my fellow... Daddy's good. Well, what do they call themselves? Uh, Avalanche? My fellow Avalanche members? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Getting ready like for it. the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my name is Craig, and my m- mom and dad sometimes watch this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> my name is also Craig. My parents don't watch it at all. But shout out to Barry's mom for following us on TikTok. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> She's so proud of you. Yeah, I bet she is. <laughs> but what I'm proud leave. of this week is the news. The news is Are what we should be proud of this week. Okay. Because there's some news to talk about. We actually right, have some fair. So let's see here. Uh, Nintendo Direct. We got a Partners Direct. Wasn't anything too crazy, but some of the highlights include the Star Wars Battlefront collection. Very mm-hmm. cool. We'll be getting that. Uh, we see another Crab's Treasure, a very hyped indie game uh, coming to the Switch. Unicorn Overlord, which just looks like every other game I've ever played, looks like a Barry game. There's a demo out. I did not play it. Oh boy. Um, Endless Ocean Luminos, which was a Wii remake. It's apparently a very relaxing game. I got those vibes while watching the trailer. And Epic Mickey Rebrushed. We are getting a, yes. an Epic yeah. uh, redo of the Epic Mickey game, which I am very happy about. But mm. any other announcements or anything you guys want to go into detail with? Is it just me or was the rebrush maybe one of the most exciting things about it? If that, because I think so. It was rebrushed on the battlefront for me. Like that was for sure. Battlefront, yeah. Um, But that's, oh, well, go ahead. I was going to say Endless Ocean. I don't know. I was watching that wondering, (laughs) and I don't know if this is like the gamer in me, but it's just like, is it just exploring the ocean? Because I was like, but what's the task? (laughs) <laughs> and I was looking at it more and I was like, it doesn't, there doesn't seem like one, like, like who's the enemy, but then who's the final boss is the final boss, like boredom. Like I'm not, I'm not making fun of the game, but I was actually looking at it like, oh my God, is this actually just a game where you just explore the ocean with friends? And it, it that's what it looks like to, to me It's just ocean friends just hang out and just kind of you know, I guess experience your underwater fantasy if we are allowed to say that, you know, so. It's one of those things that's a little strange just because the game, I don't know who it's for, but I could see it like a mother and daughter sort of deal where, you know, or father and father, son, you know, you're showing the kids, this is what the ocean, here's what's inside the ocean kind of deal. Mm. I don't know. It may be a learning experience type of game, but. Maybe. Yeah, but uh, other than that, on the heels of that, we also have a Pokemon Presents coming out the 27th with a lot of huge rumors coming around. Huge. This is kind of a bigger year for Pokemon. We are coming up on the 20th anniversary of the second gen games. Personally, my favorites. We also are coming up on the fact that this year we didn't get new Pokemon games. We just got DLC so what you know? What have they at least been cooking up, quote unquote? Probably crap. Uh, but if it's second gen, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it anyway. That's for dang sure. <laughs> so keep keep that in mind. We have some other smaller type stuff on my end. We have Riot's League of Le- uh, League of Legends fighter is called Two X KO. Looks okay. like a cool fighting game. Looks like a pretty game. Most fighting games are. Uh, I didn't really see too much else about it. We do have Rebirth reviews coming in. Have you guys seen the Rebirth reviews? Ooh, yeah. 93 on Metacritic, baby. Some interesting takes, too. Some people are kind of on the fence about it. So what? one of the things, and maybe this is something as a Kingdom Hearts veteran I have familiarity with, a lot of people are telling, saying you know, that the storyline is a little confusing, which if you know Tetsuya Nomura, that's his gig. That, yep. So I... I hope it doesn't ruin what is a classic. You know, you guys regard the first game as a classic. So I just hope that Tetsuya doesn't. We won't know until we play it, but I just really hope he doesn't make it too confusing to the point where it's like, I really, you know, 
I don't really want to have to do this and then go at the end of it. You guys tell me you guys got to play the original. Or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Which well, you that, should anyway. Yeah. Just by that point, I'll probably be in my mid 30s. We'll be on the PS6. Yep. Uh, it'll be yeah. rather not waste my time if if that's what it is. Uh, following PlayStation news, we have a PS VR two is testing for PC support. As it should. It yeah. should work for a PC as well. Makes a lot more sense. Borderlands movie trailer. You guys have any yeah. thoughts on that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ahead, I Greg. think we will say um it looks I I I'm trying to decide. I think I'm gonna go see it in theaters, honestly. Um, most of the casting is okay. I'm just still not buying Kevin Hart as Roland. I'm just, I'm not Mm -hmm. like, it's just such an opposite of like what you would think. I mean, a lot of it is though. Like a lot of them are older than you would want them to be, but there was a lot in the trailer that I enjoyed and I was like, okay, um, that looks good. I think Jack Black is claptrap is a good idea. Um, I, I think there was enough Easter eggs in that trailer that I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot, but I really don't have high hopes for it at all. Yeah. Why, why do we, why are we seeing half of the, the cast of the most recent Jumanji just in this film? <laughs> like, it's just, yep. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Um, I I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, as a big enjoyer of Kevin Hart, I know we both are, um, mm-hmm. Craig, but I, it doesn't feel, and I'm not the hugest borderlands fan either. Um, but it, it, it didn't. I don't know if it feels like correct having him in there, um, unless they're asking him to do a different style right. of acting. Even though Kevin Hart does revert back to Kevin Hart's uh, like mannerisms that a lot of people know and love, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters, but I'll definitely check it out when it's available streaming, you know. But that's fair. It has a very Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it. Uh, at least in my mm-hmm. eyes, and that's what a lot of the comments are saying. We then have Lady Gaga going to be hosting in the Fortnite event, and yeah. it's uh, apparently, you know, some celebrities have also caught on with uh, with Fortnite, wanting to f- see it. I think it, I think it'll be cool, so I'm, yeah. I'm all for it. And recently, Pokemon Concierge, one of my uh, favorite little small Pokemon projects from Netflix, is getting more episodes. So I'm happy about that. I just figured that's I'd good. share. There is bigger news, but instead of me doing all the talking, I'll let you guys go into some of the news. And if we miss this big news, we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. There's no way uh, we missed this. I only have two, so maybe I okay. missed it. Um, and then I have questions for you guys again. But um, the first one, we got Phil Spencer confirming that Call of Duty is coming to Game Pass. Um, so that is out there for everybody. I think we all knew that, um, but yeah. it's nice that he's confirming that. And then the other one is uh, Switch 2 reveal planned for June 24th. Um, obviously not coming out until I think next year is what they're speculating at this point. Um, what do we think on the design, though? I'm seeing multiple. I'm seeing a folding screen. I'm seeing a detachable screen. All different times types of stuff. Have you guys seen anything? I haven't, but I'll take whatever. I'll be honest. Like it doesn't. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm gonna buy it because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a shill. <laughs> Same. Those are only two I had. Maybe Craig's got the big one. Uh, the big one that I oh, this is a big one for me as the person who enjoyed it the most out of the three. But um, Elden Ring Shadow of the Erd Tree DLC yeah. announced, baby. <laughs> Kung Let's <Fu>. go. <laughs> so I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. They're all positive. Of course. It looks freaking fantastic. It looks like they took whatever toddler that they warped their mind and thought of all of those weird looking creatures from the original game. They went back to that toddler and they I'm, I'm joking. It's not clearly not a toddler. Um, but it, 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 I think I was trying to go with some like Sid's toys from freaking uh, Toy Story Fantasy, but it looks fantastic. Um like basically knew everything new story um and it's supposed to specifically focus on Michaela and a whole new map that i think if if i read correctly was in the shadow of the erd tree <laughs> that could be funny but um it looks it looks fantastic i watched the trailer maybe two or three times and uh 
what pers- looks like new bosses. They look great. Um, there's a bunch of different um, versions coming out. So, like for myself, who has the game already, you know, I'm obviously I'm probably not going to get the collector's edition because essentially the game is digital. When you purchase a physical copy, it will have the code um, to be able to download the expansion. But I don't know, Barry. What did you think? I don't want to hog the 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 the, the well, Elden like Ring. Stuff. I'm I'm excited. Like I'm excited for it. Like my main thing is I never finished Elden Ring, so I Same. don't know if you need to finish Elden Ring in order to access this DLC or get to a certain point, which I have a feeling I know which point that is. Uh, but I think it's cool. More of more of this game is a good thing because it was very popular and they this has been talked about for a while. So to to give the fans what they want from from software is doing a good a good thing doing that. Uh, yeah. I think I think you're right. Like the enemy, de- the enemy design seemed to be more creepier. Yeah. This time around. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. Uh, but ju- but just, yeah, this is it's exciting for a lot of Elden Ring fans. I can't wait to see the compilations of people raging about boss fights that seem unfair. It's just funny with all the mods that they put into Elden Ring on like PC, for example. How does that carry over to the uh, like DLC? Like, is the DLC going to do some sort <laughs> yeah, of that's a good question. thing for a little bit before they open up mods? Because like people could straight up have like anime fights in a way in, in Elden Ring yeah. with all of those mods. And w- with that being said, you know, it can really be disheartening for like an early game member if you meet one of those players, unfortunately, online. So keep that in mind as well. Yeah, it's uh, June 21st is when it, it's a nice date, too. I like that. June 21st is when it comes out. Um, and for everybody, because there are still uh, those of us who are looking for Bloodborne to make its way onto recent gen consoles, it's a good way f- like for anybody who is maybe replaying Elden Ring, because like yours truly for that weird week that I was doing that just to try to get a taste of it again. Um, it's, it's, it's quite exciting. So it looks like a lot of gameplay, like a lot of new gameplay. Um, so super excited. Can't wait for that. Um, I just got to decide what extent that I, I, I want it because there's like a deluxe edition and all that, but you get, it's, I'm not going to spend too much money on it, but yeah, <laughs> it's what $40 for the base. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's 40 for base. And then I think they have a, they have a collector's edition at $249.99. And they, then the deluxe edition, sorry, the base is, yeah, premium is 50. Um, they also have one that has the base game and the expansion. There's like a bunch of different things. So be careful when you're looking at exactly, especially if you're purchasing it, purchasing it for someone, make sure you know whether they have the base game or not as well. Yeah. Um, but is that going to count at the end of the year for games of the year? I, I think we have to say, uh, I think we could, we could possibly, but what we need to do is first see like what it adds. Like, is it a yeah. big enough expansion? Right. You know, you mentioned, did, new did we add, um, cyberpunk this past year? No, we did. Didn't no, we didn't. We, okay. We didn't, we didn't okay. add it for anything. Okay. I was just curious. I just popped in my head. I was like, oh man, are we going to be debating this in December? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you guys need somebody to try it out to see if it, how much it adds it's to the game you i will you, raise my yeah, hand we, we haven't it. finished it over here and i don't think i will so we have to we have to worry about death stranding playthrough <laughs> starting as it's after rebirth so yep. yep keep that in mind as well oh yeah that's true that's true <laughs> um all right. all right so i don't think i had anything else that was my big one because okay. yeah yeah i'm good Okay. All right, then. You guys ready for your questions? Yes. Okay. Here's what we're doing. I'm going to ask you each individually again. This time, I'm going to give you 10 gaming franchises. All right? Franchises. Not actual, like, if I say it's not the first game, but the entire franchise. I want you to rank them without knowing what's coming next. But you can't can't change it once it's been ranked. So 1 through 10... And then we go to the next one. So keep that in mind, right? Yep. Barry, I'm going to start with you. 
Okay. Are are you ready? Your first franchise, Uncharted. One through ten. Where would you put it? Four. He's going four. Next one. Call of Duty. Three. Wow. Okay. You're giving out some big ones already. Next one. Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know what I have to do here. Seven. S- seven. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. God of War. Ooh. Do I do I have five open? Yeah, I've got you five do. open. You want five? Yeah. Okay. So you have three, four, five, and seven right now. Uh, next one, Mario. Wow. That's a two, yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, uh, we can put that at like nine. Uh, okay. So two, three, four, five, seven, and nine. Here we go. Next one, the Sonic franchise. Six. Oh, okay. Next one, Fallout. Ten. <laughs> okay. So two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you have eight and one left. Yep. Easy. And you don't you don't know what's coming. Yep. Okay. It could be bad. You don't know. I'm not worried Assassin's about Assassin's Creed. Yeah. No, that yeah, eight. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> All right. So this one coming up is your number one regardless. Yep. Guitar hero. Yep. Easy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Easy. It worked out for you. Okay. <laughs> you lucked work. out. I can't believe you put Kingdom Hearts at seven. I wow. I, I recognize its one. flaws. I recognize its flaws. Okay. Craig, you ready? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Here we go. First yeah. one. Bioshock. Can't Five. think about it too long. Yeah, there you go. Five. There we okay. go. That's it. Next one. Resident Evil. Seven. Wow. Okay. Mass Effect. Six. Okay. Metal Gear. One. <laughs> he gave up the one. Use this one. <laughs> All right. So you got one, five, six, and seven. Yes, I Zelda. Do. Ooh, three. Three. All right. GTA. Did I use four? No. Four. <laughs> All right. So we have one, three, four, five, six, seven. Halo. Ten. <laughs> okay. Halo Xbox fanboys are coming after Craig yeah, after they this are. one. Okay. Crash Bandicoot. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> eight. Okay. Tomb Raider. Oh, that's now, I'm, keep, I'm in, mind, oh. keep in mind you haven't used two and nine. I'm using I'm using nine on Tomb Raider, which means this is your number two. Your last one was Diablo. All right, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think we ended up I, I think we ended up not too okay. bad there. I I will say my one I was waiting for him to say Legend of Zelda, so oh, I gave okay. it to you. So I was so I was like, you know what? One Legend of Zelda, but one Guitar Hero, completely fine with. It's a bold move not picking your one and leaving it up to fate. Yeah, that was that. As soon as I said one, I uh, I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. You guys, uh, you handled it well. Um, I like that one. Yeah. Metal now, we Gear have to do that, and we have Guitar to do that Hero. For you. We have to okay. do that for you now. Next week. All right. Craig and I will each come up with five that we have not used <laughs> okay. in your in your list. And All right. we'll go from there. We can do that. I like yes. it. But that is our uh, hashtag TikTok segment of the week. <laughs> hashtag uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into games this week, which I know I played something else other than the Final Fantasy Rebirth demo uh, with the ex- exploration of Junon uh, opening up. But I also have a tiny review of the Pulse Elite headset. Oh, pick that up, huh? Yes. Um, I'm still uh, pushing my way through uh, Infinite Wealth here, but uh, I did play a whole bunch of Mario versus Donkey Kong on the Switch, 
and then also Return to Grace. Okay, I play. I'm also trudging through Infinite Wealth. I'm at the end of Chapter Nine. Um, okay. I feel like I could give a review, but I feel like there's some stuff that's going to go down, so maybe I'll just wait till I finish it. But um, I also played the Nevergrave demo, um, and I don't know. Can I count Inscription because I technically <laughs> actually started Inscription? It's just like a cozy while I'm watching TV game. Inscription's awesome. Okay, cool. You're playing it for the first time. Yeah. Okay. That that game gets wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I uh, I did remember my second one. It's Helldivers okay. too. Helldi- oh, did you finally get in? I actually got into the <laughs> server, so I can actually play it. Okay. There we go. We got a, a bunch of different ones this week. Uh, so I'll start off with mine just because it's a demo. Yeah. Um, I refuse the, to play it. Yeah. And well, good on you for not yep. playing it. I completely understand that's, it. That's second half to clarify. Opens I up played the first one. Yeah, uh, opens up a very, very small portion of the open world. You, I could I, I wouldn't even call it like the open world section, to be honest. It's that small that uh, that they open up, but allows you to ride on Chocobo gets you gets you an idea of stuff you'll be doing like in the field, which is uh, like hunting down rare animals and completing certain tasks with them. Opens up your party to Cloud, Aerith, Tifa, um barrett and red 13 both all three of those or all of them there so what i will say is this is a very good warm-up for me to get re like re-remember the controls for it i have completed the entire demo i completed all the optional battles i beat phoenix which is the kind of the optional hardest battle you can do i did everything that there is to do in the demo game looks spectacular as expected and I'm I'm just excited for, you know, Final Fantasy seven rebirth week here. I'm just excited to jump into it once once I get it in my hands. Ready to go. Yeah, I just didn't want to like I didn't want to do that part because I felt like they told you that first section of the demo would carry over. But the I mean, second yeah. half doesn't. Right. It, I don't think it does. Yeah. OK, correct. So I didn't want to like if I have to play it twice in my mindset, I was just like, I'll play it when it comes out. Like, I'm not even going to just like I didn't watch the last couple trailers. I don't need to see anything else. Right. No, you're good. Yeah. No. No. But it I mean, feels good. Comes out this Thursday. So. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, I was just very happy. Like I decided to take on like all the optional stuff. I am now prepared because good. there is like learning the all like the synergy abilities and reminding myself, OK, that's right. You know, Barrett can hit from far of putting down and i'm pretty sure it's the first fun first one too like arcane ward for Aerith powers up her attacks when she's in it so it's like getting into that mindset of like okay i need to be switching characters using their abilities getting synergy points so i could do the synergy moves to do big damage to get the limit break to extend their stagger bar and do the maximum amount of damage boom That's, yeah yep. i am uh, did you write eating- it all down on a whiteboard Yes. Yeah. yeah, I have it like point one. <laughs> C- cannot follow up with point three. Skip to step five, kind yep. of deal there. So I, I, I have the, I have the manual, and I'm locked and loaded for it. I am. Love it. It, it feels good when you're in the flow, Craig. Like absolutely feels good. Good. Um, good. 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 Playing with like beating Phoenix is like the hardest battle. It is. I got beaten by it quite a couple times, but I knew what I needed to do. Just sometimes the cards didn't play in my favor there. Uh, but just mm-hmm. it, it is going it's going to be fun. I am very yeah. excited uh, for combat. Counting down the days. Cannot wait. Not not long Cannot now, boys. Wait. Not which long one of now. us is going to get it late in the mail? Me. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be me. I know it is. <laughs> I should have bought it digitally. Do yeah, we all have it? Pre- do we all have it pre-ordered? Oh, most definitely. OK. All right. Yep. I'm hoping that we get lucky. Probably all from the same retailer. <laughs> Probably, Probably. <laughs> it, it it comes out. It's it's supposed to set to release on a Thursday. Maybe that helps with the shipping aspect. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. Think about. Yeah, if it's not here by Thursday night, I'm gonna riot. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to like get. I'm gonna have to like let you borrow mine, so yeah. that way, yeah. like, yeah. give it to me now, <laughs> so that way you don't like you know hunt down the UPS or FedEx truck and like find your package and take it out of there. Well, it's gonna take yeah. two hours to install anyway. It's not like yeah. I'm gonna get to play it Thursday night. Here's the question: Do either of you think that it is already? Do you predict it's going to be one of your top three games of the year, no matter what? Like without I even can, playing it, I can say top five. Okay. I don't I don't want to put a number on it just yet. My heart says yes, but I've been watching a lot of reviews, like the spoiler free ones. And mm-hmm. even though it's getting like rated highly, everybody's mentioning like there's like a huge open world. There's so many side quests you can do. There's so many side things and mini games, which are in the original. To the where I kind of look at them like, am I gonna be like a Witcher overwhelmed? I hope yeah. not, but part of me is kind of like, I hope I like it. I don't see why I wouldn't, but I don't want to say like, yeah, this is a top two game for me already. I hope so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the safe bet. I'm gonna go with Barry. I'm gonna say yeah. I think, I think it's gonna be in my top five no matter what. To be honest, I hope so. Yeah, I'm excited, but uh, I'll let one of you guys take it away. For um, I could touch mine real quick because it's a demo. Sure. Uh, so Nevergrave, Nevergrave is a very interesting, so it caught my eye because it's like, it had like a, a witch and it was a kind of like a, it's a Metrovania roguelike. So there's that difficulty aspect that's in it. And I have to honestly say, because I guess it's early access, so you can, you know, give it a try and then go into early access. I think they'll polish some things about it, but it's a very nice demo um for for the game you essentially start like most um games of that nature with like little to no information and the combat is 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 cool you can obviously you have various enemies and stuff like that that you can attack um some of them look weird some of them don't but as a witch you can also unpossess your body so to speak and you become like the witch's hat and you can possess other creatures that you have killed or bodies that you see in order to fight other enemies. And you could also use the, the uh, that aspect to jump too. Like I found out there was like a high ledge in this game that I couldn't get up, but the game clearly wanted me to go that way. And what you do is you actually jump and then you unpossess your body and you become the hat and it actually <laughs> propels you a little bit higher. That's now, like cool- Odyssey platforming. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I did like about it is when you reach a certain part in the game, they like direct you to this village. You have to rebuild build a village in this game. And I don't know the extent of what you have to do, like the, what you fully have to do, but there's things that I had to rebuild um, based off of stuff that I collected off of dead enemies. Some of them were like shrines that helped me get better abilities for the next run. But some of them were also like things that look like they will be buildings. So I'm interested to see how this game progresses. It's got a nice art style, a lot of purple, which is my thing, um, or my favorite color, I should say. And um, I recommend anybody trying it. It's on Steam. Again, Mm. nice demo. Sounds cool. I was just looking at some video. It's very smooth. Like the art style and the animation. I like it. Yeah, I I recommend it. Um, okay. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong. I think I'm the only one who's going to be playing that game, right? Yeah. Um, technically, what is a remake? Remaster? Yeah. Remake? Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people reviewing and saying that, like, it's good, but it's not worth the $60 price tag. Um, I'm enjoying it. I'm almost done with it because it's like each level is too like screens and you just they're puzzles. It's kind of like uh, Captain Toad um, mm-hmm. where it's just like, all right, I need to figure out how to get the key to this door. And then there's like the optional, like collect the presents and that gets you like a perfect on that level. Um, and it's very I enjoy that. It's like I jump in, I do each each two screens. Each level takes me like two minutes, three minutes tops. So you can clear out a world in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, I'm on world, I think, eight. And I think usually that's the last one in Mario levels. Don't they usually go to eight? It's um, eight or nine. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but I think it's a great game. I don't know if if it's sixty dollars worth, but it's a Nintendo first party, so it's going to be sixty dollars till the end of time. So if you want to <laughs> play it, you're going to spend yeah. the sixty dollars. But I'm enjoying what I'm playing. I think it's fun. It gives me a reason to turn my Switch on again, which it's it's been a minute since I've turned it on. Um, and I'm having a ton of fun with it. So not a whole lot of complaints. It looks nice. Um, it runs well. I, I No complaints for me. Nice, nice, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll knock out Inscription real quick just because yeah. it's older. Um, I know we talked about Inscription on this platform, but in my opinion, it's that good of a game based off what I've been playing for it to just be brought up. What is this, a year, two years later? Maybe At three? two, I think, yeah. Two. Uh, two. So... I don't know how you discover the idea to create a roguelike game that's a deck building game. And I know that's a small niche. Um, I can't think of a game off the top of my head right now that has that combined aspect. So please help me if I if I forget something. But it's the vibe that you were talking about, Craig, because like I don't remember it word for word, but I do remember your general um, take on the game. It's mm-hmm. it's really, really good. So whatever thing that I'm playing against with the weird eyes that I think anybody who's seen the trailer has played, I haven't played long enough to discover what this thing is. But but the deck building, I don't know how you turn this game off. Yep. Like I had to turn this game off to do this podcast and <laughs> and I felt a little bit sad, even though I love you guys, you know, um, it's very addicting. So the, the card building a- aspect where you essentially have a bunch of different animals, organisms, things like that, that you play and build your deck with, but then you sacrifice like the general deck building aspect. There's uh, squirrels, which you have what I um, assume is an unlimited supply from what I've played, but you have to sacrifice either one, two, three or more animals in order to send out a more powerful animal or organism. Um, I, just, I got to the bone section too, Craig. So like, you know, when they show you how to like, same thing with bones, however, however many bones you have, you can summon certain things, but mm-hmm. it's very, it's very cool. You have a limited 12 slot space and your enemy can put four cards on their side. You could put four cards on yours. And then there's some movement of the cards that can happen kind of a neutral zone in the middle, but not. Um, and it's it, it's really, really good. And the fact that you go through like a, a predetermined linear map with a couple of things that you can or uh, paths you can go to decide whether you want to hit like an item acquisition area or a area where you can make your card stronger. That's that's a nice touch. What I like and what I hope the game does more as I proceed, because I only beat the first boss at this point, is... I like that you get up from the table, like the 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 antagonist is what I'm going to call them at this point, ask you to get up and get things. And then you just keep remembering what weird, dark room you're in <laughs> while you're playing this card game. So I know there was a lot of hype. I know it was what, what we would consider a cult classic. Can we call it the Donnie Darko of that year? Because it was, Probably. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's a reason. There's a reason. I'm going to keep playing it, especially as like kind of my I'm not playing infinite wealth game um, or maybe taking a second for Persona 3. I don't need to be Persona 3 right now. And I have a plan on on having that done by a certain time. So this is a real nice game to switch things up. Uh, I recommend it. I'm interested to see what your plan is. (laughs) 2027 to have it done. There you go. Yeah, keep playing Inscription for sure, because um, it goes places. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely goes places. Um, it's a deck builder for now. <laughs> I think that's probably I, the best way I, to put I it. Love, I love that. Um, yeah. Uh, Return to Grace. Let me. I'll just knock that out. They dropped that on Game Pass. Um, very short game. You can get through it in a couple hours. Has a very cool like sci-fi feel. It's more of a... Um, I guess you would call it like they call them walking simulators, right? Because there's not really combat, but you're like figuring out puzzles and that kind of stuff. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a different take. It was kind of like inscription for you as like a nice break um, from trying to like bash your way through infinite wealth because I keep getting distracted (laughs) and losing hours and hours in that game. Um, But yeah, Return to Grace is really, really fun. So I would recommend that if you have like three or four hours 
to put into that game. It's really not that long. Um, and it's, it's a good time. So check that one out for sure. All right. So then we have a couple new things here. So I'll go over the hardware review mm. of the PlayStation uh, Pulse headset. Uh, pretty much the only difference between this and the Pulse is this little extendo here. Uh, the controls are underneath this instead of on the ear cup. It's a little strange. Uh, but overall, what they're the, the big thing here with these is that they're supposed to be, you know, sound better and things like that. Um, also the PlayStation link allows it to connect to my PlayStation and my phone at the same time. So I can take a call from my mom when she, <laughs> yes. Uh, does the game audio keep playing when you get a call? Yes, it does. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's, it's meant to keep you like also like in what you're doing, but also being mm -hmm. able to hear what's going on just cool. in general, this, like this headset, I'm pretty sure might still be sold out because it's getting quite good reviews everywhere. Uh, I do like it a lot. Um, the sound quality is better. I do like the features. Um, they did. The one thing that I am disappointed with is they did mention like all this directional stuff I'm supposed to be hearing. I don't really see any difference of the directional stuff between this and between the regular headset, the pulse. So keep that in mind if you're looking for it. Um, I I know that very few games are optimized for this right now. Uh, so, you know, I played Spider-Man with it. I'll probably need to try it again on New Game Plus when that update comes in March. And I also know that this thing is supposed to be uh, kind of audio tuned for Final Fantasy. So when that game comes out, I'm hoping I'll be more impressed with the sound direction and stuff like that. But other than that, like it is a very good sounding headset. I do like the option to be connected to my phone so I'm not yeah. completely disconnected from the world like most gamers are when they put on a headset. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. But 150 bucks for this is not a bad price. Um, my Steel Series ones that I think are like 250 or 300 on Xbox, like this is very this is very similar quality. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a fair price for a gaming headset. That is. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, the hottest game of the year right now is uh, Helldivers 2. I finally got into it after not having to stare at the uh, servers uh, thing for hours and hours and hours. Uh, it is it, it definitely meets the hype. It is fun. It is hilarious. It is constantly engaging. Uh, I enjoy I, I even today when I played it, I've still only faced the robots. People are saying that the robot people are easier than the insects. I'm not sure if that's true, but I'll get there. Uh, but just overall, the tone of the game, it matches. It is definitely that Starship Troopers yes. tone where your characters get on a turret and they start screaming at the top of their lungs <laughs> for for the glory of Super Earth. Um dear liberty when they're diving and you know getting uh or yelling liberty when they're diving and getting shot at or attacked by other monsters it's fun the the game really forces you to think differently than just what you usually do like there's plenty of there's plenty of objectives in each map the main objective is that you have one main objectives or a couple things to do but then there are all the minor things around it that if you spend the time to get those, you will be rewarded for them. Now, the hook is that there's an extraction time limit on it. So you got to make sure you extract in time or it's going to get like it takes the difficulty up to a whole nother notch that, you know, you, most likely if you're by yourself, you're not going to survive. So you need to be thoughtful of what you're doing when you're alone or you have a small t uh, small party. Uh, I was playing in three fours for most of what I was doing. It's just nice that people can just join you and people it, it's one of the few games where everybody's kind of nice and helpful. <laughs> uh, loot is shared, so there's no reason to kill, you know, somebody who's collecting stuff. Everybody gets the, the, the same loot and shares it. And it kind of it, there's this point in the game where it you kind of can decide to be a support person by giving your people ammo or you can be the person that puts turrets to defend positions or you can be the person that's calling in mini nukes and Gatling airstrikes from the sky. And you all get this fairly quickly. It's not it. it 
it's not hard to get the the things that you want to do to make the game fun for you. And the cosmetic stuff, you earn that very quickly too. There really is almost no need to buy the, the season pass or the premium citizenship if you don't want to. Uh, the game makes it very easy to get, and kudos to them. Uh, this team looks like they deserve it, to be honest. like This feels like the COVID among us in a way where everyone <laughs> yeah. is playing this. Um, and it is well worth it. It is fun. The tone is fun. And the the way, you know, you and your friends can go about spreading liberty across the galaxy is <laughs> is quite patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you getting choked up there. Yeah, no, sorry. Up. That was that was a <laughs> that was a long talking for me. So that's they got a um, they have a petition. I think that's over 100,000 people who have signed to bring it to xbox they really want it over there because as of right now it's either pc or ps5 right yeah pc or yeah. ps5 yeah. exactly and and the uh the game isn't the create didn't the game creator actually ask people who haven't purchased it yet not to purchase it until they can get the servers under yep. control as well mm. that's a that's a good problem to have and also a very nice response as well by the yeah. way like that's a big thing for some for a game creator to say yeah, that's what that's why I haven't bought it. I was going to, then I was like, yeah, let me hold on until maybe after I'm done with Final Fantasy, maybe that helps bring down the player count so I can actually start getting into games and then I'll pick it up. You text me when you want to play and I'm there, man. <laughs> I, right, I am good. I am there to play. It it is a lot of fun and I think you guys will enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'll um I'll jump in that too because I saw it too and I and uh Craig, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was like, maybe maybe I should wait a little bit. You know, the you know, just a little bit so they can get to get that under control and then jump in and play. Yep. Yeah, it seems to be at a point now where it's good to get enough players into it, like very much so. And then it's just a matter of if the game continues to grow now that they can get most of their players in, they could start working on maybe some of the bugs that people are having. Like my game expect unexpectedly crashed today. Um, but that was after almost like three or four hours of playing. So okay. it was just a it was a random thing that happened. And, you know, that kind of that kind of stuff happens. You know, it is what it is, especially mm -hmm. like with PC games and a game that's, you know, in a lot of ways getting um, getting play tested more than they ever thought it would it would get. You know. <laughs> Will it come to Xbox? We'll have to see. I feel like it, it like is Sony are the type of people who won. They would make Xbox give up one of their franchises like, oh, you want this? you got to give us Halo or you know, Gears of War or something like that, or they just aren't going to do it. Yeah. Um, also, guys, how are we in February and we already have like two game darlings that have just exploded <laughs> in popularity? We have Power World and then we have this. Yeah. Um, Power World's I, still going strong. Yeah. I think it's interesting that, you know, we're two months in and there's two things that literally have broken the internet multiple times over. Uh, yep. Just two different games, two completely different games. Yeah, and even if you're not interested in either of those, you have three, as of Thursday, you'll have three solid RPG-style games that you could play. Final Fantasy, Infinite Wealth, and Persona 3. Already. That you could spend like 80 to 100 hours in probably all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Strong, it's a strong start. We were only playing Harry Potter this time last year. It's true. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I beat Hi-Fi Rush and played Harry Potter. That's really what mm -hmm. we had. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Too many games. So movies and TV shows this week because there's too many games. We got to find times to watch TV show and movies. You went and saw Madam Web again, didn't you? <laughs> ah, you're hilarious. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, I went to go see Demon Slayer, the Hashira training arc. And this is me, the Jennifer Lopez autobiography. <laughs> this was okay. something my mom picked to watch and I watched it, guys. I'll be completely honest here. <laughs> This was that's fair. She, she wanted to watch it. So we watched it. Okay. okay. Um, also on the musical aspect of things, I watched the Mean Girls movie musical. Okay. Um, and then we got season three of uh, Sunderland Till I Die came out on Netflix. So, you know, I watched that. Perfect. Uh, on my side, uh, my wife and I were definitely going to be watching Mean Girls this week. But um, <laughs> I ended up watching uh, Miller's Girl with uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman. Okay. Where do we start? Should I start in the anime corner? It's been a yeah. while. Get the Barry anime corner out. Yeah. 
dust off is the dust comfy? in the anime Is it comfy core. in that corner? Uh, it's pretty comfy, but let so, so I'll explain here. The uh, Demon Slayer <laughs> Hashira training arc movie is the final episode, or I, I guess it could be the final episode or two final episodes of the Swordsmith District arc for Demon Slayer. Sure. So it's that that leads into the first one or two episodes and some extra content of the Hashira training arc. So just keep that in mind. It, it is not a beginner-friendly movie. You aren't watching this without seeing the rest of Demon Slayer <laughs> or having an idea of what Demon Slayer is, I guess. So keep keep that in mind when you're going to see this. I was a little surprised by it. Uh, a lot of it's rehashed. A lot of it is what I already know. So it didn't really come as a surprise to me. The surprise was the extra content. You get to fit. There are only two Hashira. We have not seen their abilities yet, which is Sanami and uh, Obani. Um, I'm hoof boy. You people are going to be lost when I start to <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> when sure. I talk about this. <laughs> so it's, sure. <laughs> it's it's two of the Hashira that we really haven't seen. You get to see a little bit of extra content to see how powerful they are because we are getting into the final bits of Demon Slayer here where we get the Hashira training arc and then the biggest portion of it is going to be the infinity castle which is going to be movies so keep that in mind when you're watching this that this is going to we're leading into the final bits of what demon slayer is as an anime and then we'll be getting into the movies i think the movie's pretty i think the movie's pretty all right i don't think it's too crazy amongst anything um I don't know. It's more Demon Slayer, which is really cool action of cool art, spectacularly animated fights. Uh, but other than that, there isn't much going on, to be honest. When the characters are talking or having their downtime, they're just kind of rehashing and reminding you of what characters are doing or what characters are, you know, doing what or who's coming back kind of deal. So um, if you've if if you're watching Demon Slayer, you're probably already going to see this, to be honest. But if you haven't seen Demon Slayer, you're not going to see it. Wow. So just okay. It, it's one of those things. It's uh, one of those. One of them. Yeah, it's. But that's the anime corner. Speaking Ooh. of anime corner, Barry. <clears throat> okay. Um, there was a. I was having a discussion last week uh, that I thought I would bring here. And when we're referring to like the pillars of anime, right? We're talking about like. Yeah, um, like the big ones, right? Yeah, um, I was told that if I were to pick one of the big ones to watch, it would be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Do you agree? JoJo's isn't even a big one. Like that's you not. You don't think it's a big one? So I consider that a pillar. You don't. So the the pillar has always been the big three. Okay. Which is like there's Dragon Ball Z, right. there's Naruto, and yep. One Piece. Yeah. Some people mm -hmm. consider Bleach in there. Um, yeah. Okay. Continue. Uh, though I will say like Jojo's is a very, very popular anime. I'm not sure, sure if I would consider it a pillar. Okay. But you're, you're asking if I want, if I suggest you should watch it. No, I'm just, I'm asking what, if somebody was like, there's all the, of the popular ones, which one would you recommend basically out of those? <sighs> like the ones that everybody's like, Oh, these are, these are like the standouts in anime. Because obviously yeah. I've already watched a decent portion of Demon Slayer, right? I'm yeah, not fully yeah. caught up, but like, but it was just a, a discussion that came up and I thought it was interesting that that's the one that was suggested to me. And I was like, you know what? That's a good question for you guys. I feel like I've been told to watch One Piece the most out of anything. Okay, One Piece. Yeah, yeah One Piece. Well, One Piece is so many hours and hours and hours. Like there's thousands of episodes. Right. Um, or I think they're into the thousands now, I guess I should say. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard because you have to like I try to go off of what people's like likes are yeah. like yeah. there are certain romance ones that I would tell people to go see romance ones um, when it comes to action. There's those there. Uh, I, I would want to say like knowing. Knowing you, Craig, like the, like the thing is, is Jojo's is nice because there's a lot of action mm -hmm. and not a lot of like talky bits. <laughs> Whereas some of the some of the ones I tend to like are like action, but there's also a lot of plot going on. Right. Uh, for them. So that's where things. Get I mean, I, I 
was born and raised watching Dragon Ball. So I know all yes. about talking for ends upon ends of episodes because they sure did a lot of it. Yeah, but you also got seven episodes of fighting. Yeah, um, yeah with one of episode of powering up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> watching yeah. Goku do push-ups. Yeah. Yep. And then... Mm-hmm. But like if it, it, I guess in the and the part of me is like what to recommend to people right. like attack on Titan is very good um, mm-hmm. no matter what people oh. say. And it's finished yeah. and it's finished so you can see it from beginning to end. Jojo's you can't you know, that's not finished. There are more in season still coming and that's still being worked on. Right. Um, attack on Titan is fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it sure is. (laughs) You know, if you come to me next week, I'd have maybe a top five prepared of like what. Well, that's that defeats the purpose. It should be like if Attack on Titan is what jumps out at you, then that's probably what it is. Right. If it's like, oh, yeah, Attack on Titan. Yeah, for you, for you, it is Attack on Titan. A lot of people would like Full uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That is a classic and a very popular one still holds up to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I still love Oshinoko, uh, which I've told you guys about, but I don't think any of you have probably you know nope. tried watching it yet. <laughs> I don't. No, one of my favorites is Death Note. I know that's a popular yep. one. Death Note, yep. But that's not that's not that's nowhere close to a pillar though. Right, that's fair. I was just trying to get immediate reactions because those are usually like the most honest, you know. Yeah, you don't no, think you're about right. it, and you're just like, uh, yeah, Attack on Titan. Uh, Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with Dragon Ball. Nice yeah, game. but no, yeah, I would definitely say like Attack on Titan now that it's finished, completed, you you will you you'd get the time out of it if you started that. Fair. You gotta okay. catch up to Demon Slayer. Do you Yeah, it's true. Where'd you leave off? The first movie. Mugen Train. You still yep. got the whole entertainment district arc. Yep. Man, you'd love that. Let me tell you, man. It is that that is that's <laughs> Man, great. you would love that. <laughs> You would lo- you'd love it. Yeah, uh, Entertainment District Art is stronger than Swordsmith Village. So like you, you get into that. You're going to you'll you'll like it. OK, fair. Cool. What I like, uh, Jennifer Lopez. That That's a good, good segue. Um, <laughs> yes. This is an interesting movie, I'll say, where yeah. it's this weird autobiography of Jennifer Lopez's love life, because to be mm-hmm. fair, I didn't realize how tumultuous it was. Oh, she's yeah. She's been married like three times, had seven Jennifer. boyfriends. Um, yeah. oh, the, the Puff Daddy portion alone, I would love to watch because I remember growing up during when she was like <laughs> dating Puff Daddy. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. sorry. <laughs> it's OK. Um, but this was all really to announce a new tour for her coming out saying this is me. So it's like this movie is uh like promoting some of her new songs but then also promoting a tour that she's doing it's a really weird combination of everything um the movie's meant to be like m- musically wise i think it's i think it's fine like jlo has some bops in there uh sure. she has some callbacks to uh smaller callbacks like jenny in the blocks and th- jenny in the block jenny from the block there you like go that. um <laughs> So uh, I don't know. It was a weird movie. It kind of felt like a fever dream because most of the time I was on my phone trying to research who this is talking about. Um, like, Talk OK, about lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and and like she's apparently big into like uh, what is it called? Uh, horoscopes or, or your sign for that matter. So there's people like Post Malone and Kiki Palmer in here and they play the various um signs uh the one guy that's really good at science stuff as well uh i don't know his name and i'm not gonna remember it i'll be honest Um, (laughs) uh, but it it is it is again a fever dream of a movie uh again i thought the musical bits were were all right uh other than that it's I, I really hope your musical was better. <laughs> okay. So nice you know, that was, yeah, we're, we're rolling right now. So mean girls for me, this is an interesting one because, um, everybody else in my family and talking about my wife and my daughter, they did not like it. 
but I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. I really like the original movie a lot. Like that's a all time classic. classic. It's a classic. Yeah. And I think they they managed to retain a lot of it. Um, but there's also a lot of songs. And I think like a, as far as like my wife and my daughter, they enjoy the original musical, like the Mean Girls musical. And I think there can be issues where like if you know like the Broadway version of Mean Girls and in your head, you know how it sounds. And then when they come out with a movie, they always change it a little bit. Then you kind of judge it a little bit harshly. Whereas me, I don't really know. I didn't know the songs as well. So I was like, oh, some of these songs are actually pretty, you know, like they got my head moving a little bit. And I'm like, okay. Um, I thought it was a solid watch. Um, I enjoyed my time with it. There's, I think the songs hit more than they miss. There's maybe like one or two that I was like, eh, they're they're okay. Um, And I think pretty much everybody who's cast in this movie fits pretty well. Um, The general consensus that we all had in our house, though, when we were watching it was, and I'm sorry, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays like the main interest that uh, uh, Katie is interested in uh, is not. Now, this is going off of my wife and my daughter. They're like, why would they pick that guy? He's not attractive at all. Um, Was like the main dig. Uh, It was like, why are all these girls fighting over this guy? He looks very uh, average, you know, whereas in the original, it was like it's a minor gripe. But once you watch it, be like, yeah, I can see that. Um, But I think everybody did a really fantastic job. Um, I didn't need to see it in theater, so I'm glad I waited. But I think, Craig, I think you and your wife will enjoy it. For sure. I think so. I think so. I think we're in the class that you're in, which yeah. is we didn't we didn't see the musical. So we're not going to have that because you're right. When you do watch a musical become a movie, the songs are changed. Yep. Um, And you and you get less of the theater feel. Mm-hmm. So that like, you know, I watched the original rent. Well, the rent movie with somebody who saw rent from like way back in the day and they didn't like it as much. Same thing. So That's I think fair. we'll enjoy it because we, we love that movie. That's like top. That's got to be a top five comedic movies in the mm-hmm. 2000s. Like, so. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredibly well it's done. It's amazing. It's yep. amazing. So. Um, so, yeah, I would say check it out. Um, if you're at all interested in the original Mean Girls, I think it's worth a watch. Um, and then we got a season three of Sunderland, Till I Die. Um, the series that single-handedly got me to enjoy soccer slash football again. Um this one had to do with uh, it's a very short season. I want to say it's like six or seven episodes, but it had to do with them finally breaking that barrier and getting promoted, winning their league and getting promoted. So after watching two seasons of them just failing consistently and you still like feel for the team. And I've I've been rooting for the team since the first season came out to finally see them break through um, and then to go and be like, oh, that was cool. But then to know that like, how they are now they're not doing very well so it's kind of like a mixed feeling but like oh i'm so glad we got that like behind the scenes look of when they did get promoted but now that they did get promoted they're kind of like outclassed um still i cannot recommend that show enough if you're at all interested in like the culture of uh football over in uh england and that kind of stuff it's such a fascinating way of life i don't even think there's any sport in america that comes close i don't think our football comes close to the fandom that soccer has on the world. It's insane. Yeah. Like you live and die by your team, your home team. Well, like for the, I was going to say for the most part, just as someone who, and I'll, I'll be the, I'll announce myself, the self-proclaimed soccer expert Mm -hmm. on the podcast. But like the main thing about it is so many of these teams are in these small towns uh, of like yep. of their England of England. And so you have to remember that a team like Sunderland, like they're pretty much like fandom is in their small town. Like the only yep. thing I can really compare it to is like Penn State here and the football team where there is no NFL team. There is no, you know, on either side. There is one on either side, but we don't have one to call our own. Usually yep. a state has one to call their own, where in England you almost have like Think of it in American terms, almost like a township, like your town has their own soccer team. You know, it would be like it would be, you know, you know, for example, you know, the Belfont would have their own soccer team and State College would have their own soccer team. 
And that's yep. the kind of fandom and building that they get to have with these with these on a national scale. Yeah. So it, I think it, it, I, it really is crazy. I think when I was like what I came to realize and why I thought it was so cool is like exactly what you said. So if our local town had a uh, let's say they had a football team. Right. And we all rooted for that, our local football team. But that football team had the chance if they played well enough to compete in the NFL. Yep. Right. Like, and it's such a cool idea that like if your team consistently wins and wins their, their, you know, division or their championship or their league, they can continuously get promoted until they're playing with the top teams, the Manchester United's and that kind of stuff. And that's, that's such a cool idea. Um, I wish they did that in every sport. Yeah, it's what it's what makes that sport unique. And like mm-hmm. we've we've been watching a lot of media recently, like on this podcast that has shown culture, Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. um, Wrexham, yeah. you know, like all of those type of things. And it, it, it's very interesting just seeing that type of culture um, yeah. going on. But yeah, yes, I, super cool. Go check that out if you're at all interested. There's three seasons out there now. All right. I have uh, Miller's Girl. Mm-hmm. Um Jenna Ortega, and I really like Martin Freeman as an actor. I also like Jenna Ortega, but... Same. (laughs) So my wife and I were interested when we saw the trailer of this particular movie, not sure what the full movie was going to be about, but essentially the long and short of it is um, Jenna Ortega plays a a girl in a Tennessee... Tennessean, I guess? Tennessean school? A school from... In Tennessee. Um, and Martin Freeman plays a teacher of that school, specifically an English teacher. And it is the attraction and what happens with the attraction between those two being fully dedicated to, to writing and, uh, the intelligence, um, that comes with English and how they deal with it. So without ruining much she's a brilliant girl her name she has a weird name in the movie it's like uh it's cairo cairo sweet is her name what <laughs> yeah yeah jenna ortega's name is cairo sweet she is a gifted going to be an amazingly an amazing intellect type of person you could tell that it's a very artsy type of film in that route she speaks she speaks in not a Shakespearean way, but there's there's just too much intelligence coming out. She has a friend that also uh, attends the class with her. And when they talk, it, it like you're learning, you're learning new words when they talk. Um, but what's interesting is she arrives in the class. It's like that classic, if you've ever seen a movie where there's like that weird teacher-student uh, relationship. She arrives in the class early on the first day. They immediately start speaking about things and you can kind of see where the movie's going. And it's an interesting one, guys. Like I looked it up after it's considered an erotic thriller. I did not know that going in. There is there is a crass, a specific crassness to this film as well. I'll just let you know. Um, One of the things that baffled us is the school itself and like what the students are able to get away with. So I recommend you guys knowing that before watching it with the particular person that you may be trying to watch it with. I wouldn't take my mom to this film. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying that it's like full on out, just like blatant in your face. But like one of the first scenes you see one of the uh, one of the students try to like she drops her books in front of a teacher to get the teacher's attention and makes it her mission to like seduce the teacher. Like that's like a side thing that happens in the movie. Um, what I will say is I was entertained by it somehow. I think it was, it was the performances. It was the performances. Um, Martin Freeman's wife is a established, um, writer, whereas he is a student who teaches English and does not write anymore. So there was an interesting dynamic between those two. But what what you're in there to see is Martin Short not be a responsible teacher and and become attracted to a student based on her intellect and looks is what it ends up being, and it's 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 pretty well done. So I recommend it if you're looking for something completely different. Watch the trailer beforehand. I think that'll give you a good idea of what to expect. Uh, but it it's it's good. It's good. I'm gonna. I'm going to date myself here, but would you say it's kind of like almost like a like a cruel intentions? Yeah. OK, I was, thinking about, 
kind of reminds me of that. Okay. That's fair. That's a good movie too. Yeah, that is a good movie. Yeah, dating must dating yourself because I got no idea what you're talking about. Came out in '99, Barry. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> I was just a, I was just a wee little six year old by then. He's yeah, a wee pup. He's a wee six year old. You were definitely too young for that movie at that time. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. <laughs> but that's it for me. yeah, perfect. We're gonna go ahead and end the podcast there. I appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, I'm really excited for this gaming week. I really hope everybody yes. gets everything they want out of the Pokemon Presents and also Final Fantasy Rebirth, as we will be diving deep into a spoiler cast at some point when all three of us finish. I'll have it done by Sunday. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but, it, would you guys be surprised if I had it done by Sunday? Like, you guys I know. Would like, I wouldn't I, be surprised, but I might I might judge you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of yeah. game to get through yeah. in three yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I, ju- I just know I've I've put in a lot of hours into games before over a weekend. This yep. requires not sleeping. Yeah, uh, if I were to do that. <laughs> yes, so. correct. Stay tuned and find out if Barry finishes Rebirth on time. <laughs> put your comments in, in down below who you think will have the most hours yeah. when we come in on Sunday. Right. Oh, that's a good one. That's a there good we go. One. Yeah, yep. we'll have to look at that. But. Uh, Again, we appreciate everybody for listening. If you are on the podcast forum of things, please make sure to like, review, share it with uh, a friend on your podcast listening platform of choice. And if you're on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe. I like seeing all the support. We're in there. We've crossed 50 subscribers. Hey, that's really it's really cool. It's a it's a little small little accomplishment for for us, but 50 is nice. Mm -hmm. Uh and I appreciate everybody liking and taking the time to at least even watch a couple minutes of it just because the editing in that I always have to put a lot of time into it. So <laughs> I appreciate it. And hopefully I'll appreciate you guys coming by next time. See you later. See ya. Bye, guys. <laughs>